0: You're now listening to B-Sides with... Your host, Corey... And Caleb.
1: Oh my god, it's the first wow. pod! <laughs> oh my gosh. This is weird. Crazy. Yeah. The way that we are literally sitting on the stage in...
0: Don't expose us. Whoa,
1: whoa, this is this is. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. The paparazzi. We're not on
0: the stage in Soloria right now. That's a, that's We're a secret.
1: We're not. Yeah. Also, <laughs> don't try to come find us because you yeah. don't even know who we are. I'm
0: so. not using the audio equipment I work with every day. No, whoa, whoa, no, whoa. No, no, no. Cut that. I'd be too broke for that.
1: No, literally. Yeah. We are actually rich. So. Totally. We yeah. are using. That's why we did this. It is. Yeah.
0: Because only rich people do podcasts.
1: Right. Because only yeah. rich people's opinions matter. Exactly. Speaking of opinions, we have a couple of opinions on 2022. Sure do. Music opinions that is. Mm-hmm good ones and bad ones that is true and that is kind of what this podcast is going to be about you (laughs) didn't know crazy um thank you all for supporting us so far all 10 of you um, all all yeah all three hi mom
0: if we we can get 10 that'd be great me
1: saying hi mom that's embarrassing hi mom wow ironic um cut that (laughs) 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 anyways so um we have some opinions on 2022. Sure Wait, we did not talk about how we're starting this, but did you want to do worst first?
0: We can, like, do worst song, best song, and then, like, worst
1: album, best album. Slay. Yeah. Big slay. Cool. Okay. I forgot what you just said, so where are we starting
0: with? <laughs> no, no, yeah, we're, we're starting with worst song. Worst so song, okay. basically, summing up our kind of thoughts on 2020 is. sorry, wow, 2022 as a whole um we're gonna be going over the best albums of the year the best songs of the year the worst albums of the year and the best songs sorry worst albums, worst songs God, cut that cut that (laughs) no it's fine um we're gonna keep ourselves you know transparent and like whatever yeah like we're not afraid to mess up at the pod we make mistakes too we do. Yeah.
1: I, yeah. Bold of us to say that we're we're trying this new thing in 2023. It's our New Year's resolution is to make mistakes. We've never done that before.
0: Exactly. Yeah, so. I've never made a single mistake in my life. So this is it's new a new for
1: experience me. and it's honestly scary. Yeah.
0: So starting with worst song, um, I'll let my co host go first and we'll just alternate from five to five. Okay.
1: Yeah. At number five oh we have <laughs> okay. we have Girls by Lizzo. Okay. The reason why this is on here is not because it's such a terrible song. It is, but it's <laughs> so bad because it interpolates the song Girls by the Beastie Boys. Right. Whoa. <laughs> the Beastie Boys. The Beastie <laughs> Boys, and um, which is already a good song. And so my opinion is if you're going to sample or interpolate a song, um, at least do it at, at the same level if not better why are you doing things worse because we could just listen to the original so
0: yeah i i I do like lizzo but that that song was not like my thing she was not
1: this new album in general was giving tiktok energy yeah and tune in for our tiktok episode yeah
0: we'll we'll talk about that for sure but i feel like she was really capitalizing on like the success of like her tiktok yeah and like i know she's not exactly like fully tiktok or whatever but like you know.
1: I mean, like, I get it, like, get in your bag, sis, but also at the same time, make good music. I don't know.
0: Uh, Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) Okay, so, my number five, I feel like I'm going to get, like, canceled by, like, half of the people listening for saying this, Um, so I'm sorry, but I'll explain. Smile by RuPaul. Um,
1: Wow. Yeah, so. During Gay Pride Month. That's not. It's Jane cut that. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, all right.
0: RuPaul's a great person. Love him to death. Well. Kind of. Fracking? Okay. My <laughs> name was perfect, you know? Yeah, we're right. Um, but this we're song, I feel like just did not need to be made. Um, kind of a waste of airspace when I'm being on. Airspace? airspace? Airwaves. We're not flying. We're singing. Um,
1: Depends on who you're talking to.
0: This is true.
1: Um, I will come out as an anti-ally and say that I didn't even listen to this song, so okay, the well fact that I you I have I opinions on this is crazy. I think it's that I to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's a very, like, generically poppy song, like, you know, Demi-esque or whatever. Uh, so don't recommend no it. No hate to
1: Demi, though. Please don't come at us. Levotics or whatever they're called. Levotics, is that their name? I think.
0: Okay, well, anyway. Uh, but I, I just I just feel like the, the, for, for RuPaul, he could have done something better, you know? Oh, yeah. And it, it's not... You know, good.
1: So, smile. That's recall. not his worst. Yeah. Um, my number four is "I'm Good" by David Guetta featuring BB Rexa, if you c- or <laughs> BB Rexa featuring David Guetta. But
0: depending on how you look at depending it. on how
1: you look at it. Um, again, we're seeing a trend in my worst. Yeah. Is that why are you taking songs that already exist and making them worse? I am so sorry, but I'm blue, bada bida bida, or whatever he says. Is already a bad song. So the Whoa 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 whoa. I'm gonna go that far. Well, it's nothing crazy. Nothing it's crazy. It's a meme song. I, okay. No uh, meme. I, <laughs> meme
0: Lord. As like a like eighties fan or whatever, I think it's I
1: which don't know. but the thing of it is though, is that they did it even worse. And like it's so bad because you have David Guetta sloppily putting together this sample, um, and then you have BB Rexa. Putting in just vapid lyrics that vapid, mean nothing. Yeah. I know, English major word. I'm wow. slaying. For those of you listening that don't know what vapid means, it means holding no weight. Um, Webster's Dictionary. Webster's Dictionary, I yeah. am. Wow. No relation to redacted. Um, but, anyways, <laughs> um, I hate this song so much. And I also hate this song because it was kind of inescapable for like the two weeks that it was popular on TikTok and like on social media and everything. Um, could not escape it. But why is BB Rexa always at award shows? Yeah. Let's have that conversation. That's a me. good point. Who is she? Who is BB Rexa? Who,
0: yeah, who really is BB
1: like w- Deep, disc dive, B. Deep B. 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 Discog Dive. Do we need to do that?
0: Did, did she need that kind of attention?
1: Well, I would love to know who she is. It's a good she's point. She's a sleeper agent.
0: Yeah, she's a sleeper agent. That's that. a <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Okay, so my number four uh staying on theme with taking things that aren't there and redoing it is staying alive from DJ Khaled. Um this tough watches always from DJ. Yeah. So personally for me, uh I grew up listening to the BGs. And so this hurt even more for me. Because I was I, I heard that like I, I'm generally not a DJ Khaled enjoyer anyway, as anyone Wow. Does. Crazy. Uh, hot take <laughs> um but I, I, I just just sucks to see people take stuff that's not theirs and like do it worse so bad I understand if it's out of respect or if it's like
1: yeah well done there are a lot of songs that I listen to even that have samples in them and that have um interpolations and whatever and um they're some of my favorite songs because they do that so well they take something that was good and make it great and so I'm not saying that I hate all songs that do that because (laughs) it's like sloppy and lazy. Because I know there are some people out there that think that. I think it's cool to do things like that, but do it well.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, This one features uh, Drake, who's on a roll lately. Oh, we'll Um, get to that in a minute. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to that. And um, I believe Little Baby, too, I can't remember. Um, Wow, what a cast. Anyway, uh, I, I just feel like it was another waste of airwaves. I need to stop saying that. She's
1: giving... You're giving, like, 1950s. (laughs) You're listening to our airwaves. Airwaves. Come on.
0: Come on, science. Come on, science. You can't
1: say that this podcast isn't educational. That's
0: true. We're, you know, spreading our ministry. We are. Yeah. But that's my number four.
1: My number three is We the People by Kid Rock.
0: You might see that later.
1: Slay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Let me just say this if you've ever wondered if we live in a dystopian future just <laughs> listen to this song because it is so bad um it would have been higher on this list if um I actually was able to listen to the whole thing but I could not listen to the whole thing <laughs> so I had to stop like about like uh you know about 75 percent of the way through because I said I can't take this anymore um now I don't know that much about kit rock
0: that's probably for the best.
1: So I don't know if this is like par for the course, but um, wild, wild song. This is wild ride. Um, I suggest you go listen to it.
0: Uh, no. Well, you need. To, well, well, he doesn't
1: need the stream. Listen to it on YouTube, so he doesn't get streams. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs>
0: or like pirate or something. Yeah. Wait, I didn't, I didn't say that. Before. Whoa. Yeah. Cut that. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll I'll explain more my thoughts on like Kid Rock in general when we come in to him in el futuro. Uh, but for now, my number three is "Hold My Hand" by Lady Gaga. Um, this was done for Top Gun Maverick.
1: I watched that movie and I don't remember
0: that song. <laughs> I feel like it, it wasn't only in the credits. I think. Oh, and I left. Yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, but I this I feel like this is really low quality for Gaga in
1: general because I feel like Gaga
0: can do some impressive stuff.
1: Oh yeah, um, for sure. I'm not really a Gaga stan, so everybody please come and like harass me about that. Right. But um. I like respect the idea that she like paved the way for a lot of like the modern pop star aesthetic so like i get it she's done a lot of good things um and especially for movies because a star is born slayed yeah so the fact that she kind of flopped in the movie realm is surprising actually
0: <laughs> that is that's is true but i mean like, she didn't really do a ton with top maverick anyway it's just this song so
1: yeah and for what what for the check mm, T. was about to say was like because <laughs> What, what does Lady Gaga know about flying jets?
0: That is true. Thank you, Kanye. You're welcome. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to that in a minute, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I just feel like this is very low quality for Gaga, and it's a it's a very generic poppy song. You're just trying to catch a trend with these. I'm not a huge fan of the generic poppy stuff because uh, I'm not like other girls. Yeah, he's but different. Yeah, I'm, I'm different. Uh, but that is Hold My Hand, but Lady Gaga, as generic as it is. I'll keep my explanation as generic.
1: Oh, slay. Yeah. We're coming in at number two with Circo Loco by Drake and 21 Savage.
0: Ooh.
1: This song, again, samples Daft Punk, mm. which is terrible because I love Daft Punk <laughs> very much. I am – I love a little club mix. I love a little party music. So I, 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 sl- I slay with the little electronic music, and um, they did – the one more time. Yeah. Yeah. Sampled that. And also simultaneously, um, said that Megan the Stallion lied about Tori Lane's shooting her. Uh. So it was a double whammy for Drake and Twenty One during this, even more of a whammy now that Tori um was actually found guilty. So, um right. L take um <laughs> by Drake and Twenty One Savage. So yeah.
0: Alright, there you go. All right, so what that's number two, yeah?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: so my number two is going to be "We the People" by Kid Rock. Slay. Um, now, Kid Rock is a, bl- a bit infamous right now, especially like during the, the Trump era, uh, because he was a big supporter of Trump. so most of his yeah, so most of his music was like very politically yeah, charged. Politically charged. Yeah, and this is no different. This, yeah. is, this is coming in a terrible time for him, where he's no longer in office. Mm-hmm. um don't mm-hmm. mean to get political sorry
1: um, yeah no we like support all people yeah uh unless <laughs> you're like actually really bad yeah yeah um that was, I literally frame that that was crazy frame that yeah but anyway so I,
0: i'm just more explaining kid rock side of things i'm not being like politically charged right. or anything yeah uh but this this song is a very political um what's the word for it like uh so it's like uh, you know like propaganda. There we go, propaganda. Yeah, I was about like I was propaganda. going to
1: use that word until you said that you were going to talk about it later. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, it's very much just like political, political propaganda
1: and there's not much musically musically going on here that is appealing. Yeah, it was n- it was a tough listen. Um and it was tough listening not only just like cuz sometimes you can tune out the words to a song. Um this that was hard to do in this song because they were so grotesquely in your face and also whenever you listen to the music it's not really doing anything it's um just there it's just there
0: yeah it's it's unfortunate that it's there
1: it is unfortunate that it's there yeah um my number one is going to shock many of you and I will go ahead and preface this by saying that this song is not deserving of the number one spot based solely on the fact that it sucks it does suck but The reason why Unholy by Sam Smith and Ken Petrus (laughs) is number one on my list is because you could not escape this song. If you were anywhere, if you had a telephone or a TV this year, you heard this song an unholy amount of times. You see what I did there? That was good. Cut that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I literally, every single TikTok, and also the way that this song was made for TikTok, and you know that because the chorus low-key goes hard, like, mm. it kind of slaps, like, sonically. That little sound bite that we heard at the beginning, I thought that this song was going to eat up. And you listen to the rest of the song, and it's nothing. It is literally so bad. Um, Now, have Sam Smith and Kim Petras ever been known to release things that are good? <laughs> Stream Coconuts by Kim Petras. <laughs> but other than that, no. And so I don't know why we all were bamboozled into thinking this was going to be good. But then it came and it was so bad, but the TikTok girlies were not letting it go.
0: No, oh yeah. They, they so they um
1: it. it gets ten out of ten points on being insufferable because you couldn't you couldn't get away from it.
0: Yeah. That one didn't make my list, but it would have been like very close to being on the list just because of how annoying it is. And while the chorus is Pretty good. That's where all the focus went to. Yeah, and I'm not really a fan of where. That yeah,
1: no, because it. That's how you know that they did that for the TikTok bit. Right, they did not yeah. make that song because wow, this is an artistic expression. No, girl, you did that for a check. Right. And um, I think music should be more than that. There you go. Wow.
0: Speaking of a lack of artistic expression, <laughs> uh, my number one is "Middle of a Breakup" by Panic at the Disco.
1: Okay, so <laughs> Panic at the Disco. I will speak for all of my emo girlies out there. When I was in middle school and high school, and honestly, even right now, I am very much in my emo sleigh. Mm-hmm. Panic at the Disco was a staple. Um, Brendan Urie is awful. <laughs> I hate him so much, and what he has made this fake band because none of the original members are in it anymore. Right spread the news it's Mm. literally just brendan yuri it's as if zayn malik um left like stayed in one direction and everybody else (laughs) left and he kept saying i'm going on tour as one direction there you go that's what he did to panic at the disco
0: exactly what he did
1: um and he made it awful viva las vengeance i think so yeah first of all come on that name is so sad yeah. but um so is the music and mm. nick cruz if you're listening i know you went to this concert and i know you oh. like this album so Shout out i did call you out but love you nick
0: yeah. um no yeah love you nick but th- th- this is rough um and the album itself is pretty bad too but i refrained from putting it on the worst album list just so i could talk about this song uh because i went i didn't want to duplicate myself right. too much uh but i just feel like this feels in- very ingenuine and very lackluster in terms of effort especially from brendan um which is not much to expect from brendan because he's brendan you know um
1: the thing of it is that he has such a great talent that man's voice is great no, back no. in the day back in, yeah okay. back in the day he was eating the girls up
0: i will say back in the day when i was more listening to that side of music and i still kind of do or whatever but like i i, I enjoyed my uh the one hit wonders and whatnot. Giving. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it, it, and but he, past that probably not. Yeah. Like yeah. he has
1: range and he like can hold a tune and he obviously knows how to arrange things because he like, I'm sorry, but like the production value of those old songs were insane.
0: Yeah. Because he put like a massive amount of effort into yeah, it. Yeah. But and this just feels like. Nothing. Made in a factory. You know? Very that. So <clears throat>
1: yeah. But then he's still trying to pass it off as like alternative music. And we're like, girl, no, no. you made this for the radio, please. Yeah, no. no, this is this is pop for sure. After yeah. you get featured on me, I don't think you can ever recover. <laughs> sorry, Anna Pinson, if you're listening. No, no, no. We'll talk about that. <clears throat> um, okay. So on to best song. Yeah, we need a palate cleanser. <laughs> yeah. Fish, fish. Um So I'm gonna do all of the honorable mentions at once. We didn't okay. do honorable or dishonorable mentions in our um worst because we thought that five was far too many as it was so we're doing honorable mentions for our top singles and albums so um i have three honorable mentions for top single that just didn't get make the list um but love every single one of these songs um Pure Honey by Beyonce. Um, I think the entire Beyonce album. This is the only time I'm going to be talking about Renaissance. So all the Beehive can come at me at this moment. (laughs) Um, That album is insane. Um, It is amazing. I will talk more about it when we get into our worst albums of the year because a certain someone did the same thing just a Mm. million times worse. I wonder who's talking about. I know. I I have no. We'll get into it. Yeah. Stay tuned. But um, I hate um this idea that we are seeing in music that it's like we are doing the same thing over and over again and Beyonce comes in every single time and says let me do something that none of the girls are doing doing we had this 80s pop revival and was it kind of a sleigh with Dua Lipa and the not weak but you know, I don't wanna say his name. Oh, he, yeah. We might invoke a presence, I'm okay. scared of him. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but um, we had this 80s pop revival and so everybody was in that trend and Beyonce came out and said, let me dedicate this album to the start of music that I really enjoy and I think that's really great. And um, yeah, next on my honorable mentions is um, Send My Love to John by Rina Sawayama, this song, ripped my heart out and said how about you have a good cry session mm-hmm. um yeah. this is also the only time that I'll be talking about hold the girl by Rena Sawayama um didn't like it as much as Sawayama her debut album that came out in 2020 question mark I think so yeah run that back editor um <laughs> <That's good>. yes <laughs> but um <laughs> if it's hard to top that album, um, so I'm not mad about it, but this song was really good, and it showed a different side of Rena, um, a more folksy uh, singer-songwriter, very much uh, laid back, stripped back guitar. It's just her and a guitar basically the whole time. Mm. Um, lyrics are gut-wrenching. I do not want to spoil it. I think you should go uh, listen to it. It's very, very uh, heartwarming. Yeah, I second that. Yeah. Um, number three is Hot Take, Doritos and Fritos by 100 Gex. And let me tell you something. (laughs) The girls are going to eat me up on this um, because everybody likes to make fun of Piper Pop and 100 gecks. This song is crazy. It is so crazy. It's got everything you want. It's got um, metal rending. Mm -hmm. It's got um, funk guitar. It's got Alvin and the Chipmunk vocals. If you don't like this song, I don't know what's wrong with you. I'm being 100% honest, too. This is not a bit. This is for real. I do like hyperpop. I do like 100 gex. And fight me on it. I think that hyperpop is the future of music.
0: That's for another episode.
1: That is for another episode. Stay tuned to our hyperpop episode. Yeah,
0: that's interesting. Okay. Is that all your honorable mentions? That's all my honorable mentions. Okay, cool. I'll go into mine. This is a lot of pressure. This is like the first time I'm revealing my music taste to the world. Whoa. Which is crazy. You, You didn't think about that, did you?
1: Well, I guess I am oh, yeah, yeah. also doing that, but everybody knows why, th- because I'd I be talking. These are like
0: all your fans. I'm brand new to this. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, so my first honorable mention is a little fun song. It's called um, Surfing in Iceland by Goth Babe.
1: I um, love Goth Babe, yeah. so I'm glad that this is on the list because yeah. I love him.
0: Um, it's a very like flowy song. There's not a lot lyrically going on here, but it's it's just beautifully composed. I feel like and it's well produced. Uh, goth Babe is someone that I wish would get more attention by
1: everyone. I agree. Yeah, I have listened so. to him since 20 like 17, I think. Like I was yeah. I was back in the day, um, listening to this man. Um, back when I was in my high school era of, I don't just want to be. Like I want to actually listen to music that I think is like artsy and like whatever. Yeah. Um. And Goth babe, I still, stum- I don't even know how I stumbled upon him, but he is very slay. So I'm He's glad that you made him. So I second this. Yeah. Uh,
0: my second honorable mention is Your Other Life by Lord Huron. So this was added on to their long lost album as a deluxe in 2022. I cheated a bit because originally I was gonna have this album on the list somewhere, but it was released in 2021. Sadly. Um. So the deluxe edition was released in 2022 with this song included, Uh, so I'm going to include that here. Mm -hmm. This song, it it replicates everything in, not replicates, but it's very similar to the same style as everything else in Long Lost. And it's like very Western and like, not like Cosmo Cowboy kind of feel, Um, which is, you know, uh, it's hard to explain. But anyone that's listening to the album knows what I'm talking about. Um, I feel like it's a beautiful song. Again, another beautifully composed uh, song, Uh, Lord Huron's voice, fantastic. Uh, sorry, not Lord on his voice. His name is escaping me now, but I'll fix that later. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a real fan. that. Funny. Yeah, cut that. That's embarrassing. <coughs> um, Big no, fan. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 but yeah, uh, it's. I think it's one of my favorite songs of the year, but did not make the list, sadly. And then the last honorable mention, this is for all the Harry Styles fans out there. <gasps> yeah. This is the only time it's going to be talked about on, on this episode.
1: On the podcast. Ever. Um, I'm just kidding. I really like Satellite. Uh, (laughs) I second that. Harry's House did not make anything on my list um, because it was not my favorite album of the year. Whoa, that's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah, wow. Crazy. But um, (laughs) I I really like Satellite. I think Satellite is the best song on the album. Um, And I like the album in general. I think it's a good album. I don't think it's anything crazy. Um, Nothing Will Ever Beat, his debut album, his self-titled album, Harry Styles by Harry Styles, is literally i think one of the best pieces of music to come from like that year um because yeah. that was a really dark year so i but harry's house very good sleigh. but sorry I, no no yeah I you're, talk you're, yeah. You, you're
0: fine yeah you, you talked about it but um yeah no I feel, I feel like in my opinion harry's house is a good album and it's he's trying something new here and like kind of the indie slay which is which is awesome um but it's not my, in my opinion, the best album, or one of the best albums of the year, because I feel like there's better examples of doing mm-hmm.
1: that from actual indie people. From actual indie people. Yeah, so
0: – I um, think that
1: I like the idea that Harry, as a as big of a star as he is, is choosing – because each of his albums, the three that he's released as his solo career anyways, we don't talk about One Direction in this house. <laughs> um, But the three that he released in his solo career, not, none of them had been really, like, radio – Pandering, like, is what I like to call no, it. No, like, you know fine I mean?
0: line was more fine like line. That. The singles
1: yeah. were, but if you got to the rest of the album, no. You right, know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I mean, now did music for a sushi a- a restaurant sound like a target ad? Yes. And <laughs> all of you girls on TikTok that made those, I giggled. Yeah. But um, yeah, I like that he's kind of like. I hate to say this as if like. Indie artists are like a minority group that like need to be like have a champion, but like he's kind of white savioring the indie people and like <laughs> coming in and being like, I'm giving you guys representation in the big leagues. So, yeah, I guess kind yeah. of a big sleigh, big sleigh. But like
0: in terms of satellite <laughs> itself, I feel like it's a just overall a good time and great, great vibe. And that's that's the best way to explain the song, it I feel is. Like. But everyone's listening to this has heard satellite, so I don't really need to explain this. Yeah,
1: if yeah. you're, yeah, so. if you haven't heard uh Harry's House by Harry Styles, um. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah.
0: All right, let's,
1: uh, let's get started with this list. Okay, yeah. number five, Kill Bill by SZA. Okay. Um, This song is so good. This is the only time I'll be talking about uh, SOS, any of the songs on there, so all the SZA heads. I don't know what they're called. Wow. But anyways, if you like SZA, this is your moment. SOS as an album was way too long. This song being one of the first tracks made the album for me okay this song has this really cool um melodic structure that is kind of reminiscent of and i hate to say this but madison beer would eat this up because it's got that weird um accidentals going through it if you're a music nerd and you know what music theory is you'll, ca- you'll catch my drift. but um no like they <laughs> It's, a, it's just, I don't know, it's just really good. Um. I like the structure. The lyrical content is, it tells a story. That's what I like, is that this is a story from front to finish. Yeah, I love your um, story. Love a good story. And I think SZA's, SZA's vocals always sound good, so I don't even have to comment on that. But um, just a really good track. Production value is perfectly complementary to her voice, and I'm just really glad that SZA gave us music, because I've been starved for five years. Yeah, it's, it's been a long five years for you. It has, yeah. I won't be
0: talking about scissor but i did feel like it was a good album um did not make any of my lists
1: i did show it to him yeah. um i will i will speak for uh caleb in this sense and mm-hmm. that it is not his vibe like that's not really the music yeah, n- 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 a yeah that's fine yeah. And, so, and which is fine but yeah. um
0: same same goes for renaissance i'm not against beyonce or anything right but again that's just really not my vibe so exactly yeah it is my but vibe it, it's it's well produced and whatnot anyway okay so <coughs> my number five um, this is the only midnight's love we'll be receiving on this episode. Yeah. Um on this podcast. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm a I'm Taylor a, Swift. A, I'm a big Taylor Swift. I'm going fan. to the
1: concert, so Yeah, yeah you're welcome. Uh, Whoa <laughs> <laughs> Cut that.
0: No, yeah, but I, I feel like um Snow on the Beach was probably the best on that album. And yeah. while Lana did not was not able to contribute, sadly. Who? Lana. <laughs> Um, I still feel like it's a, it's a very beautiful song.
1: was a lovely song. Um, yeah. Lyrical content, amazing. You can tell Lana had a really big hand in writing it. So. Yeah,
0: and I, I love hope that. she did. Um, but Excited yeah, for
1: Lana's album coming out in March. Please go stream it because yes, we yeah. need her to do numbers. Please. Um, <laughs> number four on my singles list is Mono by Ginger Root. This was an EP that came out and um. I was going to put it in my honorable mentions of the top album, but it got disqualified because it's an EP and not an album, a full-length okay. album. So, um, but I will talk about it here. Ginger Root, it, I stumbled upon him. I don't even remember how. Um, I think it was literally in my Spotify Discovery playlist. Um, and this song is so, again, like with Satellite vibes. The vibes are immaculate. It's got this real, like synthy pop '80s moment going on, um, and it's it's got this weird like distortion on it that makes it sound vintage, which I know is kind of cringy, but like I kind of lived. It was so good. His vocals are so smooth and almost blend in with the production, um, and I just really really liked it. Um, please go check it out because Ginger root is an indie artist that does not have a lot of followers and a lot of um people. So please go follow him and. Um, his music he's really great
0: yeah I haven't heard that one so I'll go check that out uh, okay this one you probably haven't heard number four is uh, No Big Deal I Love You by Dodie okay.
1: you showed this to me and it is in my playlist um, really? yeah you showed this to me in the car the other day um, whenever you were saying, I think you would like this song by Dodie. And I said, I can't listen to this because I will cry. And I immediately Uh-oh. put it into my writhing on the floor <laughs> in pain playlist, which is just my sad people playlist.
0: Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, so this entire EP was about was the uh, Hot Mess, I think. Mm-hmm. It was the Hot Mess EP. Um, hot Mess and Got Weird were good, but I feel like this is the best of the EP because um, if you know anything about Doty, I feel like she – is the best when she is doing these like sadder, more vulnerable songs. And while all of her lyrics are more, you know, rich than other people in general, I, I feel like she is the most genuine when she does these songs like this.
1: Phoebe Bridger's core.
0: Right, but arguably better. Hot uh, wow. wow, take on the Whoa. pod today. Yeah. Whoa. Um, I, I still love Phoebe Bridger's, so they don't, don't attack me. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just, I highly recommend this if you need a good cry. And this is... Good cry song. Good cry song, for sure.
1: Um, I need to get into Dodie. Uh, I need to get into the folky vibe um, in general. So the girls need to stop hating on me for not being into the folk music. It just takes a lot out of me to listen to it because I get bored. get bored? I do. I get bored. Well, I get bored with hyperpops. So. Exactly. Yeah, well, no. You, you don't get bored. You get annoyed. Yeah, my ears are <laughs> bleeding. The ears are I bleeding. I am writhing on the floor in pain. Go check out my Spotify playlist. <laughs> Um, I have something for every emotion. Number three is "Delirio de Grande." Oh my God, me! Oh my God, I'm a fake Latino. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> "Delirio de Grandeza" by Rosalía. This is the song, I because I know, Caleb. I got him. I got him listening to reggaeton this year. You did. So yeah. I'm you'll, I'm. you'll see
0: some stuff on here from
1: it. So. Slay boots. Yeah. But um, Rosalía is. I'll talk about Rosalia later because she's also in my top albums of the year. Spoiler. Oh. Um, but she really ate it up on this song. Um, lyrically, this song is talking about how um, fame is not all that it's meant to be. Um, her vocals uh, on this song is just so incredible. Um, and also has a good little Soldier Boy. Um, yeah. Has a sample on there. Which is crazy. Um, really, she did that in a genius way because she's talking about how um fame can turn you into like this monster and like this like this like cheap sense of self um like kind of like selling out to the fame. And if anybody has sold out to the fame, it was Soldier Boy. Yeah. And so she kind of yeah. um it wasn't a nice call out, but it was a call out yeah. of sorts. But it. she ate it up and I love everything she does. But there we'll talk I about go. that later.
0: Yeah. All right, my number 3. I'm gonna be exposing my geek keep artist, so this is big. Oh wow! And I need you all to listen. Drumroll,
1: please. Editor, add that in. Right.
0: All right. So, my number three is "Love Will Get You There" by Inhaler. Um,
1: interesting because that's also my number two.
0: Okay. So we Sweet. we yeah, tied. I'll, I'll, I'll hold myself. Uh, <laughs> this is my th- yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so. This was released in uh, anticipation for their new album in
1: February coming out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh,
1: the tour in Nashville is happening in March. We're going.
0: Yeah. So if you want to come with us, let us know.
1: Yeah. Let us know yeah. if you have tickets because we would love to see you. Heck yeah. We're um, just doing a meet and greet at the. Yeah. At the like we, we just started. We're doing meet and greets. But who sleigh. are we? Yeah. Um. It'll be five dollars at the door. Actually. Oh, so it's so not it even our concert. <laughs> okay. We're running a business.
0: Totally. <laughs> um. No. Yeah. So this song, again huge eighties fan in general. And this is a big call out to eighties stuff. Uh, which is really funny because his dad hates this kind of music. Uh, if, you, if you don't the know 80s, by the, way. The, the, the lead singer of Inhaler, his his uh, his oh, father is Bono from YouTube. Yeah don't don't smack Sorry. that. That's expensive. Sorry,
1: well he, he just abused our mic. Oh, well and the sound quality headphone u- users beware. Yeah. yeah. Afterwards. Continue.
0: Yeah. Anyway, um and like, like Bono like hates Hated pop at that time, which is funny because he was like the, the artist at that time. Girl, and look at what happened. I don't know. Anyway, um, this is just a beautiful piece of music, and I will save my thoughts for when i talk about it.
1: Literally. So, well, I'm about to. Talk yeah, about we'll just it. segue. We're yeah. literally segue yeah, because segue. I'm just saying the same things over again. Yeah. This song is incredible. I love Inhaler. I am an Inhaler stan. Um and I thank boyven for that. Um, I have a lot to thank boyven for in terms of my music taste. <laughs> oh my goodness, not it's getting sappy on the pod. All Please sucks. cut this. this, is embarrassing. <laughs> um, but I love Inhaler, and this song is m- one, I, if not my favorite song that they've ever made, it is at least in my top three. It is such a good song. I listen to it all the time. The vibes, immaculate. It is it Every time I listen to it, I, it makes me feel good. It I do not care what mood I'm in. If I turn on this song, I feel better. Um, crazy 80 vibes. I don't like 80s music, but if 80s music sounded like this all the time, I would listen to it. Yeah. So that's my hot take.
0: If you were a fan of Harry's House, I think you should check out Haler. Yes. It's if the you're, same kind of vibe.
1: If you're a fan of Harry's House, if you're a fan of um, – the 1975 even. Yeah, this gives that's major that's the close. 1975 vibes. Even major the killers vibes.
0: We'll Whoa. talk about that later. Oh, that's my band. I know, I know, yeah. I know. I'm
1: stepping on everybody's toes in the pod today. Wow. but Anyways. Yeah. Um.
0: Speaking of 1975, my number two is about you from the 1975.
1: Great choice. Great choice. Did not make my um singles list, but yeah. great song.
0: This entire album, um, well. Okay, yes. This entire album, I will say my thoughts on. Um, however... As will I. I think this is the best song from the album because it is a masterpiece. It is. If Michelangelo were to make a song it would sound like this... It would. It would. Um, absolutely gut-wrenching vocals from Matt here. I, I feel like it's...
1: Also, if I was him, I would not have let that girl eat me up on my own. Song. She
0: did amazing too. She ate yeah. it
1: up. I love her. Um, we did go see this uh, live in we concert, yeah. and I was unwell. Yeah, um, I
0: was. I was. Sobbing as we sat on opposite ends. Of on
1: opposite ends of the, even though we bought tickets to, actually I bought the tickets at the same time for us. Yeah. Um, yeah that's how packed it you, was. The 1975 fans need to calm it down so yeah. I can get tickets to concerts, and that goes for all concerts in general. You Don't need to calm <laughs> just down. Just all fans. Just every just f- every fan literally simmer down. It. Like I am more important <laughs> than you, and I deserve to go. So.
0: Right. Uh, no, but I just like, this is the best use of since I've heard from an artist in a long time. Because this uh, usually synths are supposed to you know uplift and to drive the emotion of the song. And this is doing that to its Excellently. core. Excellently. Excellently. Um, so, that is about you.
1: My number one um, for this year, to no surprise, is an Ethel Kane song. Oh, wow. It is House in Nebraska by Ethel Kane. Okay. Similarly to Dodie, if you would like a good cry, please listen to this song. You will wallow in... Nostalgia, you will wallow in self-pity. You will wallow in lost love. Um, <laughs> it is so good. It is literally just her and a piano for most of this song. Then towards the end, it just hits you like a ton of bricks. It is so crazy. Instrumentation on this, amazing use of guitars, amazing use of synths. I love Ethel Kane so much. I think, <laughs> I think that she is so good talented it's just insane everything she does i will say all of my thoughts on her later because she shows up a little bit again okay. but um she ate up on this song she actually plays all of the piano parts in the beginning of this song it's so good um yeah good right. cry song good, cry, good song. cry song
0: all right my number one i think is also a good cry song uh it is never gonna be alone by lizzie McAlpin, jacob collier and john mayer
1: I also like the song.
0: Yeah. Um, so, <coughs> I, on paper, this doesn't really make sense as a collab, besides like Jacob and Lizzie because they know each other and like they've worked together. Yeah, why um, is John Mayer there? But John Mayer, it's is interesting. Um, but I think this is one of the best uses of like, um, I, I don't want to call John Mayer like a massive talent. Um, mm. But like, someone on his caliber
1: this is a good use of newer artists using um like oh what is it called never mind cut that uh, <laughs> the um no like but like using industry standards like industry people people that are in already in yeah, like established yeah. in the industry
0: um the lyrics in this song are some of the best written lyrics i've heard all year um and it's very simple, but if you dive into the meaning behind what Lizzie is saying here and what, like, Jacob is saying here, too, it's 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 uh it's very great. And I can relate it to my own life. That's pretty crazy. Whoa.
1: Wow. It's crazy that music literally shakes us to our core. When I mean, music's my life, like, wow. My life is a song, and yeah. that song is Despacito. <laughs>
0: anyway. Um,
1: <laughs> Cut that. That was a bad joke. <laughs> no, we're, we're keeping that. We're keeping it. Um,
0: I, I joke about John Mayer, but his – he is talented on guitar. I'll give him that. Sure. Well and whatever. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, and I feel I'm like salty. he wrote, he, he composed something for this track that was perfect to match up with their uh, lyrics. Yeah. And I highly recommend you check this out, too, because Lizzie, while she's coming on the Up and Up, she needs some help. Yeah, so I agree. Jacob, too. I get love g- this. Get them both um, there.
1: Yeah. I think it was a really good use of um, production. Um, nothing really happening like this really yeah. in music right now um very like well i mean i guess in the folky side yeah of things. this is
0: the epitome of folk right now
1: the epitome of folk so, right now so just yeah. kidding this, um,
0: this is my my world
1: that's his world not yeah. mine i listened to it though and i said this slays so um really good i need to stop saying things slay because no one's gonna take me seriously anymore but it's actually really <laughs> genuinely good like it's actually like objectively good music not just like my own things right yeah well, that was a lot of good things, yeah. so we need to come to talk about bad things. Ooh. Worst album of the year. I'm going to go through these pretty quickly because I have nothing to say because these are so bad. Okay. Um, Her Lost by Drake and 21 Savage. Circo Loco w- was on this. Rich Flex was on this. A lot of other songs were on this. Um, the best thing that came out of this album were the BBL Drake memes on TikTok, and that's about it. Vapid <laughs> um, Vapid Lyrics basic rap beats. Um and you would think that Twenty One and Drake would be good because they've collabed so many times before. Yeah. And all of those songs are all okay. I will I will give them that those songs are okay. And they just did not do good. Also to say to that in this was mainly a Drake album, um this was the epitome of Lana Del Rey being featured on Snow on the Beach. Yes. Um yeah. you could have just not said and Twenty one Savage and it would have been okay. Right.
0: Yeah. I agree. All right, I'm going to go kind of quickly, too. Uh, number five, uh, talking about Drake again, is honestly never mind. That's my number um, four,
1: so we can segue. All right, cool, perfect. So
0: um, this is Drake's attempts at doing what Beyonce did best before her, which is funny. Um, I
1: have a theory that Drake knew that his album was going to come out around the same time that Beyonce's did, and when Beyonce dropped the album date, he said, let me rush to get this together, and that's why the artwork is literally in 180p, yeah, yeah, it was made in Microsoft Paint. It was,
0: um, anyway, it's 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 a dance album with very basic lyrics and nothing really going on here. Yeah,
1: he tried to do house, um, and flopped, and so he made an even worse record, which was her loss. So, Oof. you know, we, you, you know, it's honestly nevermind would not have been so bad if it weren't like it would have still been bad, don't get me wrong, but it would not have been made such a joke and so terrible if Beyonce did not literally end his entire career by the very next week dropping an album that did everything that he did a million and a half times better right um honestly Drake is an embarrassment <laughs> um at this point if anybody takes Drake seriously mm-hmm. seek help um honestly Nevermind is honestly low-key offensive like yeah um this is house music this is music that was brought up by large group of minorities um and it's really embarrassing to see that being done so poorly and taken almost as like a joke so not feeling it
0: i agree all right so moving on to number three i'm not sure if this fully counts and uh yay fans if you still exist don't come after me Donda Two, is this is the
1: same one that I have too. Wow! So okay, that's funny. Our list. We did not compare notes, by the way. We've been no, gatekeeping no. this.
0: Yeah. Um, Donda Two. Oh boy, is it something? I, I'm not really.
1: She's a, not released. Right. Technically. Like, so he, he put it out there for the public. He sure did. So like we'll, you can we'll find it. it. You can literally look it up on YouTube. The full album's there. Yeah, it's on his website. It's on all that. So it's yeah. On,
0: it's, um, no, it's I mean, not good. It's unfinished. It's rushed. It's so poorly put together. Oh, it, just I think he made it with his stem player only. Oh, um, that's a good take. Yeah,
1: <laughs> actually, yes, <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah,
0: so that's what makes it worth. So,
1: yeah, um, uh, why
0: does the stem player
1: exist? Why does the stem player exist? Also, um, Donda senior, if you would like, mm-hmm. was so bad. Why did we need a part two? This is almost as bad as. Um, Sharknado getting all of those remakes. It's like yes. we've seen it the first time. We didn't enjoy it, and 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 it even lacks the ability to say that it would. That they did it in camp right. fashion. And so. looking
0: like at the entirety of Kanye's career, if this is theoretically the last time he ever makes music, it's a really sad way to go no, out. No,
1: really, because and honestly, the whole thing about Kanye, we obviously don't support. I don't. I, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Never know who your friends are. Okay. <laughs> um, but I don't support Kanye um as a person, but I cannot deny the fact that he did a lot of really good music in his early career and kind of like slayed, yeah. honestly, big slay. Um, so I feel really bad about it, but um, yeah, really sad turn of events that Ye has been going through.
0: I agree. Yeah. So I guess it's my number two. Um, number two is God Did by DJ Khaled.
1: Oh, the way this was on my list and then I deleted it to put something else. But um, that's I also agree with this statement. Okay, cool.
0: Um, you know, DJ Cal is an interesting person. What does he do?
1: We don't um, know it, because I've never seen a song that is him. It's always no. him with eighteen other artists.
0: And you know that's cool. Like you know, Calvin Harris, Diplo, David Guetta—they
1: do. They these are DJs. Stuff.
0: But you could tell it's their own style because they all sound similar. And they have the same kind of you know patterns and stuff yeah. like that. DJ Khaled throws crayons at a wall and hopes to make the next like, um, what's a art, uh, Mona Lisa.
1: Um, I also have a, th- a thing where DJ Khaled acts like he is the m- maker of the music. Right. He like he act like he acts like this is a DJ Khaled song. And most of the songs on this
0: album are samples.
1: They are. So that's exactly my point, and I get it. Listen, DJ stuff is completely out of my realm. I am—I've n- never been into the uh, EDM sleigh, right? Um, unless you count my hyperpop era, which I'm currently in. Um, <laughs> but that is completely different. This whole DJ stuff—I get it. Samples are cool. I love samples in music. Again, do it well.
0: Yeah, and and um, DJ Cal's earlier stuff—you can tell that he was actually doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Because like it has a very unique style, and well, unique. In its uniqueness, mm. doesn't sound great. Anyway, um, unique doesn't mean good all the time, right? Yeah, but you could tell you put you know effort towards this, and God did. I, I feel like it was just you know, Flip. vomit.
1: For forgive me for being vul- vulgar, wow. but it was just like wow, cut that. We can't use it. Okay, <laughs> it was just too much on the pod. Yeah. No, it's really bad. And I, I uh, did have it on here for a I minute. am going to be honest. If you are a DJ Khaled fan, I'd
0: genuinely be interested in talking with you. I'm not disrespecting your opinion. No, I, I, I would honestly
1: – w- call in. Yeah, call in. Ca- call in. Call, we'd call love to the to, number, we'd, number on your yeah, screen. Yeah, we would. Yeah, we would. Yeah. We'll scan the QR code, uh, send us an email, do something. <laughs> I would love to be in contact with you. If there is a DJ Khaled fan out there – um. Change my mind. Change my th- mind. I, I, I hear would it. love. I would love to be able to listen to DJ Cali songs because God knows you cannot go around and not hear them because they're everywhere. Yeah. So, um, please change my mind.
0: Yeah, that is number two.
1: Number one, or no, my number two. <laughs> Just <laughs> kidding. Sorry. My number two is Funk Wave Bounces Volume Two by Calvin Harris featuring Everyone in the World. <laughs> um, similarly to Donda Two, this is a. Obviously, Volume Two of Funk Wave bounces. Ooh, not me even having an accent. Um, wow. Bounces. Bounces. I'm French now. Um,
0: Took my personality.
1: I did. Yeah. Um, Funk Wave Volume One slayed so hard. It was so good. It was vibey. It, songs of the summer came from that. Um, slide, amazing song. Um, there are other ones that I just like. They escape my mind right now. Really? But Funk Wave was so good, and I was so anticipating this. I was so heavily anticipating this. And then it got here, and it was a waste of airways. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. Um, Calvin Harris, arguably, is not one of the best um, whatever, DJ, I whatever. Feel like that's not a hot take. It's not a hot take. No. Um, it's kind of like mid-level. You know? He's mid. Yeah. Decidedly mid. Okay. Mid-L. <laughs> Mid-L take. But um, he flopped so hard on this, and I was really upset because I had so much faith because Funkwave the first time was so good, and it had so many of my favorite artists. Like Frank Ocean was on it. Ariana Grande was on it. And there were a lot of people that were on this album, which is why I said featuring everybody, because if I listed all of them, we would be here for three hours. But um, <laughs> th- I was really excited. I thought it was going to be good because I saw some people there that I said, hmm, good. Mm-hmm. But then you listen, and it's just nothing. It's not even like, oh, he did the same thing. It's just he did nothing. Like He just made a song yeah it is the most song i've ever heard most song i've ever heard (laughs) that's good
0: okay my number one is bad reputation by kid rock
1: um i didn't put this because i already put it in my other ones but i would agree if i had actually listened to it
0: i unfortunately listened to the whole thing because i was curious um never have i ever been a kid rock fan i don't think i ever will be um, but hot take. Hot take. <laughs> but um, I genuinely don't know why I listened to this entire album. Uh, I I think it was because I had heard We the People, and heard the buzz that this album was getting. I was just curious.
1: Curiosity killed the cat.
0: Yeah, and it killed my brain cells. Um, S- so. good keep that in. Keep <laughs> that in. <laughs> so I, Kid Rock, what are you? What genre do we you fit into? We should be studying him. We, yeah, but, like, after he's dead. No, well... Whoa. No, that's not what he's I meant. He's
1: literally calling for the murder of Kid Rock no, on his podcast. No. That's crazy that you would say that.
0: That's a hot take, I know. Hot take. Um, I just... I wish better for music. I I wish people would put more effort in... Who
1: is genuinely listening to this, though? I don't know. Are there... If- Call in again. If, if you are um, a kid rock fan, if you love kid rock, <laughs> don't call in because I would be scared to talk <laughs> to you. Actually, DJ Khaled fans, I can take. If you're a kid rock fan, you would probably call me slurs. So the, I'm the, really scared. The,
0: the epitome of man goes two ways. On one path, there's the DJ Khaled fans. On the other path, there's the kid yeah, rock fans. Yeah, there's two
1: types of bad.
0: Right. Um, That's a joke. Kid, I'm, I'm not, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: joking. <laughs> Cut that. I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, on. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: it's just this this album. It, it's better left unsaid what it has done to the music industry. Yeah, and I feel like it should be forgotten forever. Um, so and if I do me a, thing, a unfortunately favor. Unfortunately,
1: it won't because of the message that is in that it's been put, and there are going to be people that are going to take this and run with
0: it. And I hope they don't because uh, I feel like this is even like a an an abuse of his power.
1: It is. It's an abuse of a platform. And I think that that can go on both sides of the fence. Um, You know, you can you can use your power and your platform in really terrible ways. And Kid Rock is just really doing that in an interesting way. Yes.
0: Yeah. So do me a favor. Don't listen to this album.
1: And if you do, um, go to church after. (laughs) Get some palate cleansing. Uh, Speaking of palate cleansing. Oh, no, no, I need to do my number one. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Literally speeding over me. i um, so sorry. Mainstream sellout by Machine Gun Kelly is my number one album. Worst album.
0: I skipped something because that's on my list. What did I do? What did I say five was? Honestly, never mind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, my list is wrong.
1: Oh, we, skip, oh, we, skipped, we skipped your four. You, we, we skipped your four because um, Honestly, Nevermind was my fourth.
0: Oh, okay. I so, see. So, but, but we can talk about. We yeah, we will talk, we'll talk about, about. Yeah. So, MDK. on the list, I'm gonna read. Sorry. So five was gonna be honestly never mind. Four is mainstream sellout. Okay. So and then everything else is bumped up from there.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. Mainstream sellout. <sighs> Again, as a former emo, as a former, <laughs> as a former goth babe, um, I was very much involved in this aesthetic. Yeah. And I, um, however, I knew from the start that this man was not it. Um, I don't know what it was. There was something about him, his, his gig, that I just said, no. This is the worst I have ever seen the pop, punk, punk rock revival. Um, yeah. And also, this stemmed Blink-182 coming back. <laughs> and so.
0: We needed them to
1: come back to help us. No, because what did they come back with? Not, not great. Exactly. Keep it in the past. Pack it up, Travis Barker. <laughs> You're already getting enough publicity. Ah. I am so tired of people taking genres that are either dormant, is what I would like to call them, because mm-hmm. they're not in the public eye, or completely dead, and just digging them up from the grave, mm-hmm. and they are... They, not well. It no. is. They did not it they did not even touch up the zombie. It is just stanking. That she, she, corpse is stankin'. rank. Rancid music. This is so bad. Lyrically, nothing. Sonically, not even good pop punk music. Like no. not even good pop punk music. If you did it if you if the music sounded good, I could almost forgive the fact that you weren't talking about anything. Right. Also, the whole the whole genre of pop, punk, punk music in general, if you went way back, (laughs) especially, is anti-establishment, anti-patriarchy, anti-everything. Like, literally, you are supposed to be, like, the ideologies that are accompanying this movement, this um, aesthetic, this, because, you know, like, punk is more than just music. It it was in fashion, it was a whole thing. Um, And to just belittle it to this nothingness is, Again, tragic, in the same vein as Drake belittling house music. is just terrible. Right.
0: I feel like this is a disgrace to the punk genre in general. It is. If anything, it buried the genre deeper into the six-foot grave it was already in.
1: Yeah, because now everybody's thinking it's a joke. Right. And also, there are people on TikTok, which we will do a whole episode on TikTok, people. Um, mm-hmm. But people on TikTok now think that they also can do pop punk music. and. Oh, boy. Um, anyways. We can move That's on. Awful.
0: Yeah, let's just move let's on. Let's
1: move on to some brighter things. Woo. Top albums of 2022. You can start with this. You've, I've heard of, I've been talking a lot. Okay,
0: yeah. Um, I'll go through my honorable mentions. Uh, first up, I have Alpha Zulu from Phoenix. Um, this, name. okay, cool. So th- I, Phoenix is a new band for me. I started listening to them when this came out. Uh,
1: the only time I ever listened to Phoenix was whenever I was in my Tumblr era because they had some songs that, ate up, because they were the indie, whatever. Yeah. Like, 1901.
0: Yeah, I'd heard 1901, and then I heard that Christmas song they did with Bill Murray, which is Interesting. Odd. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, this album really surprised me. It, it, it was it was nice. It, it felt like the old alt grunge that, from the early 2000s. I'm not in my mic at all. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> you said, mm mm-hmm. no. <laughs> uh, That's a visual joke, so whatever. Um, no, but yeah, I, I feel like Zulu was a great uh revitalization of this kind of like grunge that we've been missing and like there are people like um manskin that are kind of doing this too
1: but not to this i would say not to this level of quality like this is like this was one of the albums that i had a hard time not putting on my list not even in my honorable mentions because it was so good there was honestly 2022 had so much good music and i would just like to take a uh, take a moment to say I am so glad because I've been starved. We have been parched for good music for so right. long, and 2022 kind of really popped off. Yeah. So
0: um if if you want like a sneak peek of the album or don't have time to listen to the whole thing, listen to tonight with uh, as yeah. a coding. Um, very good. That was a very good song, and it like it elements ha, has an elements of like dream pop in there, which is interesting. Yeah, I love the.
1: I am I am very much a synth pop, dream pop, um, ambiance, type person, and, that and they did a really good job
0: there. Should I do my entire honorable mentions? Or yeah, just, just do, do all of them. Okay. That's what I did. All right. Um, Next honorable mention. Midnight's. Um. You lied. Well, okay, so I didn't lie. I didn't say it was on my list. This is not my list Is
1: honorable mentions. Mm. You said this is the only time we were mentioning it. Oh, that's true. So I forgot I did this. Federal prison. Yeah. Okay. Cut the entire episode. Uh, yeah, but we're
0: stopping the podcast. No, okay, <laughs> so... Midnights, Midnights, Midnights. I, I, okay. So, before we do our Taylor Swift podcast episode, I'm sure we'll do in the
1: future. I'm sure, eventually. we will. And Pinson um, can be a guest judge on that she one. She can, yeah. Um,
0: I would probably rank Midnights around three or four in terms of her entire discography.
1: I agree with that statement, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. But also, not hard to beat a lot of those albums. Fair, Sorry. Fair. No, no hate. To Reputation take. does exist. Shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> I will end this podcast right now. No, yeah.
0: Um, I'm more in like the the folklore, evermore side of Taylor Swift. I
1: am too, but Reputation holds a special place in my heart because I am at my core an evil person. This is true.
0: (laughs) No, um, no, yeah. So, I lost my train of thought. So you're good. You're good. Um, Midnight's for me, I feel like was a strong album. It went back to her poppy roots instead of going like fully folk, which I respect. Um, and I feel like this is the best example of. A mesh of all of her genres into one album. Because mm-hmm. um, you have stuff that's sort of like Lavender Haze," Snow on the Beach, and like uh, Midnight Rain. There's really like, calm songs going on. And then you go straight into like, Bejeweled and Karma.
1: Karma and is the epitome of camp in a song, and I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Karma <laughs> is so good. Everybody can literally get off of my back because I love that song, unironically. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm not going to acknowledge Anti-Hare's existence.
1: I won't either, and neither um, will I. The 18,000 remixes and uh, slowed and reverb to perfections that have yeah. gone on this. Um, thank, also you Jack Antonoff. thank you, Jack Antonov. Thank you, Jack Antonov, and thank you, The Bleachers, because you need to stop <laughs> being featured on songs like that she does because they're never good. No, And I like uh, The Bleachers as a band, mm-hmm. so don't come for me.
0: But uh, I will say, um, Jack Antonov's stuff he did this year was phenomenal. Jack Antonov,
1: I am sick and tired of him, though. Really, I am sick and tired of Jack Antonov. Um, he has re- produced basically every album that I've ever loved in my entire life, <laughs> and um, I'm sick of it. I need you. I need somebody else in my life. So please, if you know of any producers that I like, um, that literally do the same exact thing as um, who am I even talking about? Cut that. <laughs> I.
0: <laughs> Talk about Jack Antonov. Yes,
1: <laughs> Jack Antelope. If you can Antelope. literally um send me rec- like recommendations because I'm tired of him.
0: Yeah. Um he appears twice on this list alone, which is cool. Um Yeah, me too. But yeah. Okay, and then two more honorable mentions, sorry. Um Preacher's daughter, Ethel Kane.
1: Slay. Sleigh- so A.
0: I didn't put this on my actual list because I need more time to digest it. I listened to this about six days ago. Six um, days
1: ago, mid uh, midnight, uh, New Year's New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, sleigh yeah, was what we it, rang we in the uh, new year with that, by yeah. doing a joint session on Spotify um, because I showed it to him.
0: I'm not gonna say a ton because I let Corey go show. This it, is I my have a feeling this artist. is I number one, but I'm not gonna you know say anything. Um, this is a brilliant piece of art. Um, a lot of love and care went into this album, um, and I'm hearing the the background behind why this was made, and the story that it encapsulates it, whole, it just whole, it's, it's pretty awesome to sim- see some of this happen in music. Uh, Ethel is not very well known yet, and I feel like Ethel has a very bright future if this continues. I'm gatekeeping
1: her, though. Do not go listen to this album. Um, I swear to God, this if you listen to this album, this I will album. cry my eyes out. She cannot get popular because they did this to Lana, and I, I can't do it again.
0: No, but Lana's successful now. It's fine. La-
1: That's what I'm saying. Lana's successful now, and, I'm, but and, she's and everybody's on, on her whatever list, and I need it to stop. Yeah. I need um, artists for me, so please don't listen to this album. Even just take my word for it; it's good.
0: This is, I think, the only concept album that made it to my list. Um,
1: Being funny in a foreign language is technically a concept album. I guess, but I don't think that it was a terrible concept, but because the, the it concept was so vague. Is the, they're just in love, you no, know. The concept, well, the concept was Polaroids of their life throughout their life. Yeah, yeah. Boring yeah. girl. That's every album. Whatever. Yeah,
0: but I, I, yeah, this is the only concept that made it onto my list, and I, mean, La it's probably the best concept I heard earlier. This concert
1: um, album I've heard in years, honestly. Yeah, so. People aren't doing concept albums like this.
0: That's true. All right. Uh, anyway, l- sorry, I'm talking too much. You're good. My I'm last article to mention, um, Here Goes Nothing from Adam Melkor. Um, this is an artist probably none of you have ever heard of. Um, I have. Because of me. No. No?
1: I listened to that one song that he did with Bristol Maroney before this, so don't start with me. Okay, all right, whatever.
0: Um, this this album I feel like is fantastic. Uh, starts off with absolute banger um Dorothy is also great and I just adore it completely his um his, his voice is just it's just something something else and you should listen to him that's all I'm gonna say yeah
1: get into it I'm trying to get yeah. into it I just haven't had time because I've been listening to other things that yeah. I care about and
0: more. The, the song you did with Fleet Fox is let me know when also great so yes yeah.
1: um Good, good on Fleet Foxes for yeah doing something good for once. Oh my gosh, my honorable mentions. I only have three, so he really I'm sorry was was overzealous in this. Um, Yeah, limited myself to threes, but that's okay. You know, whatever. No rules here. Um, Glitch Princess by Yule. No one knows this. Um, I can already go ahead and tell you, I am not like other girls. Um, This album, if you like noise. You'll like this album. Um, <laughs> this, uh, if you like, if, if you if your thoughts are so loud that you need to drown them out, this album's for you. This album is crazy. Um, I will say I did not listen to this album completely because the last song is four hours long, and oh. there is just no way that I will ever take the time to do that.
0: Is this like ambient noise. Yes,
1: yeah, ambient noise. Okay. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it ambiance. It's just noise. Um, okay. But no, it is very ambiance. There is there's a lot. It is actually really good. Um. Yule is an artist that I discovered back in 2018. Um, It's electronic. It's um, very crazy. She discovers – there's a lot – the lyrics in this are really deep, actually. Um, She's kind of posing as a robot throughout the album. Um, It's not exactly a concept album, but um, there's just a lot going on. I suggest that you listen to it if you like – hyperpop if you're a charlie XEX fan if you are a fan of edm music even or if you're a fan of like dream pop because there's a lot of that element into it as well so anyways okay, that's glitch yeah. princess similarly i love you jennifer b by jockstrap is Ooh, yeah, my number two pick. um this is actually the future of pop music um this takes all the elements of hyperpop that are good and all the elements of regular pop music and all the elements of indie music and puts them together into one giant album of just interestingness. Yeah. Um, never heard anything quite like it, actually. It's, um, obviously, I can tell the influences, but I've never heard them put together like this.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, very clean um, vocals, I would say, which is surprising because with these hyper-pop albums, you get a wider a range <laughs> of different things. But, um, Jockstrap, amazing band haven't really heard anything else from them so I need to like dive deeper into their discography before I like completely put my stamp of approval on them but this album was a ride um, and I really liked it um, just really experimental I would say yeah um, and I really hope that people continue to do stuff like this because um, I think it's'
0: Yeah, I second that. I really like Jockstrap. So that's, that's actually that's surprising to me that's because yeah. they have a lot of hyperpop stuff. Yeah, so. I feel like it's like tame hyperpop. It's you know? it's very tame. It's yeah. it, but
1: it, it that's what I'm saying. Like it, it it takes elements from it and puts it together. And I think this is like if you wanted to get into hyperpop, listen to this album because you will find elements in it that are like this is crazy, and then you can go deeper into hyperpop from Yeah, there. like
0: Greatest Hits is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, great so. song.
1: Great song. Yeah. And my last one is And in the Darkness, Hearts to Glow by Wise Blood. Um, Wise Blood.
0: I almost put this on my list.
1: Literally so good. This um, is an album that I've kind of highly anticipated because Titanic Rising was one of my favorite albums of that year. I forget what year it came out, but it was really, really good. Um, and so I was nervous too because it's going to be hard to top it. Right. I don't think that she topped it because no. it's just hard to top that but it's still so good and that's the thing um wiseblood watch out for her i think she's gonna go, i think she's gonna come do big things yeah. but very dreamy Taylor's gonna snatch her up taylor is gonna to snatch to go her out. um she is she is in the pipeline especially now that taylor's doing this synth pop dream pop blah 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 yeah wiseblood is going to be right up there with her yep. um beautiful beautiful album cover by the way just wanted yeah. to side note beautiful artwork on the album cover good job. so yeah. slay whoever yeah. that was
0: all right, so we're on a, the real list now. Real yeah. list? Oh my gosh, okay. this is what we've all been waiting for. Here we go. All right, number five. Thank you for this. Motomami Rosalia.
1: I'm screaming, crying, and throwing up, but I won't say anything because this is also in my top yeah. five.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, um, starts off with one of the. Okay. So I'm just gonna preface this by saying all of my knowledge of reggaeton is like a year old. So it's very newborn. Uh, yeah, very newborn. So he if I say anything that's like outlandish, like please don't execute me. Please correct me, because I want to learn more. Um,
1: I'm obsessed with the genre,
0: which is funny, because I'm the whitest person. No, ever. literally, like, I
1: <laughs> sat there and I said, interesting how you latched on to this, of all things, but yeah, hey, no, I, I'm so glad I have someone to talk to about it. because Yeah. No, anyway, okay, so
0: it starts off with one of the, uh, the best openers of si- Sayoko, because it's just, it's, it's chaos,
1: but it's organized chaos. Also, call back to Daddy Yankee. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he I he made a song "Soco" back in the day, um, that had the "Soco Papi, Soco," yeah, 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 um, and so she like starts off the album because she's not Latino, she is just Hispanic, she's right. from Spain. So I think that it's cool that she's referencing reggaeton and uh being like, hey, I did get this from other people, like immediately right out the gate, right. So I think that because a lot of people are getting her right hate about doing reggaeton stuff really? when she's white. You know she's, you know what I mean, and she's not Hispanic, right? Or no, she is Hispanic. She's not Latino. Right. Not me being bad. I'm, I am, I, I, I am Hispanic. So leave me alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, no, she. I'll let you talk about it. I'm so yeah, sorry. No you're good. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, S- Sayako starts off with the traditional like reggaeton beat uh, with like the, the four counts or whatever, but then it changes it halfway through the jazz beat, uh, and then it flips it up again, uh, brings that back, but in an accelerated form, and then it like finishes off completely. Uh, Candy was great. La Fama is one of my best so- favorite songs of the year. It's the only crazy th- because I
1: don't like The Weeknd. Yeah,
0: it's, it's one of the best uses of The Weeknd's voice I've ever heard, and it is because on of features. Her. Yeah, he's he's great on features, but like I feel like it's best. He has the
1: he Thai dollar sign effect.
0: Yeah, Chicken Teriyaki is good. Hentai was fantastic.
1: I know. Um, hentai almost made my list. Um, it was between Hentai and Delirio um, for my favorite song by her for the year that I was gonna put. So, um, but Piano. Gorgeous. Vocals, amazing.
0: Yeah, and it finishes off with Sakura. And I... And while it's not, like, super impactful, I think it's a good ending.
1: Sakura, um, funny thing about that is that the cheers and stuff, she had recorded from previous um, concerts that she had done yeah, and, cool. and then implemented them into her um, thing. Because it sounds like she's at a... If you haven't heard, it's, it's her singing. Um, It sounds like she's singing live at a concert because there's, like, people cheering and stuff. But yeah. she got the audio clippings from her own album yeah. I, I, I do want yeah. to I do
0: want to clarify like Motomami Plus um, you know it's okay it's
1: Despecha Eight though Despecha's good but like
0: Despecha dis- I feel like could stand alone as its own single and um, it did for a while yeah because she like, released it before yeah like, Cardi picked that up
1: um, oh don't start with me yeah I know I know
0: um but, like, Motomami Plus, a lot of the stuff on that wasn't as good.
1: Yeah, um, um. it was more or less the same thing that we heard on Motomami. It was just, like, you could tell that these were, like, the tracks that got scrapped. Yeah. And that's okay. That's, that's cool. normally what Deluxe Editions are. So right, yeah. So, I'm not upset about it.
0: So, uh, thank you for exposing me to this. welcome. Yeah. Well.
1: My number five is Beatopia by Bebadoobie. Okay, yeah. Um, I have been a fan of Bebadoobie for a hot minute. So, before you people come on and say that I picked this up from TikTok, <laughs> you're going to federal prison because I knew her back in the day. So don't start with me. I knew her from when she released her EP, Patched Up. Mm. So don't start with there me. You. Um, I have loved everything that this, this, this girl has done for a very long time. And Beatopia, I think, is... It's only her second... It's her sophomore album, full-length album. She's done a lot of EPs, but this is her first long-length album yeah. besides um, Fake It Flowers. Um and it is so crazy. There's so many things going on. Um, it flowers was very '90s alt rock. Um, Doobie is really good in that vein, and I think that that really established her sound. But she explored so many different things on this album. She had like um like that samba beat on the perfect pair. Um, she had kind of like a hyper-pop moment with Pink Panthers on Tinkerbell yeah. is overrated. Is that the song? that Not me being a fake fan. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think so. um, fairy Song has got some weird hyper-poppy stuff in it, too. Then we have folky stuff, uh, going back to her bedroom pop days. Um, you hear That's the Thing is literally the ending credits of the movie. Um, that yeah. is the best album closer I've heard of the year. It is so good because I think it, perfectly it it sounds like you're walking out of a movie um ripples tears your heart out track list there's no skips on this album and that's a hard thing to say That is true. so love this love love love
0: i'm currently going through a discovery for the first time and it has been
1: a real treat so i look forward to experiencing it fully in the future one of the few albums from this year that i bought on vinyl and actually have two copies because bestie boo over here got me a, a different edition. Sure did. So I have two with a cassette, mind. With you. a cassette. Yeah. So So don't collect cassettes, but if hey, we could do a giveaway.
0: That's true. If you want to <laughs> stay tuned, green stay t-
1: if you want a lime green plastic Chernobyl acid colored <laughs> um Beabadoobie Beatopia cassette, um like follow share like follow and share to three of your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> okay.
0: Number four. Is Expert in the Dying Field by The Bets.
1: Great album. Almost made my list. Yeah. It was in my original list that I had at the beginning of, before we even thought of this podcast. Okay. So, but I changed it around because I listen to more things.
0: Okay, yeah. Now it starts off with the, the self title track, Expert in the Dying Field, which is fantastic. Probably one of the best songs they've ever written. Um, the Bets
1: are up and coming. Look out for them.
0: Yeah, No, they are for sure. Um, Knees Deep goes uh, great as well. Science is Golden is great. Uh, Head in the Clouds is a great. Midpoint, uh, in terms of the, the entire album, and it kind of correlates everything together, and then it closes with "I told you that I was afraid in the two AM," and those two I feel like are some of the best closers I've heard in a while. Um, the best sound is very unique, and I respect it. Yeah. Um, I adore their little Australian, or no, sorry, New Zealand.
1: Are they New- you're are they? gonna get canceled? I
0: uh, know I don't remember. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up before whoa, you get canceled. Whoa, 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 whoa! Um, oh my gosh, uh, uh Spotify, where are you?
1: This is crazy. Oh my gosh, wow. Oh, yeah. New Zealand. <laughs> I was right. Um, Kaylin, if you're listening, I'm literally recording, so do not call me. Oh my gosh. Wow. Literally, do not call me. It's embarrassing. This is embarrassing. When you just interrupted my entire speech No, literally. Wow. Kaylin, you're canceled. You're canceled. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. cancel Kaylin. Dang.
0: But anyway, yes, that's my thoughts on the experts in a dying field. Um, sorry for getting your nationality wrong. Um,
1: because they're listening, you know they, they are. They are
0: listening, yeah. Because um, they have the same as monthly listeners as we do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, was a joke. that
1: was rude. That was it's, it's a joke, It's a joke. L- l- listen to the album if you haven't listened to it. I it is it. really good, I also recommend it. Yeah, so. It is number four. <coughs> number four for me is Ants From Up There by Black Country New Road. <laughs> Um, I was trying to gatekeep this from Boivin, but he decided to Shazam the song that I was playing, <laughs> which also, to be fair, I was literally playing this on the Alexa in our room allowed for everybody to hear. Yeah. So
0: it was, I funny. was not it was funny in the moment. It
1: was. It was a good bit. Yeah. Because um, he acted like he didn't know, but he Shazammed it. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Country, New Road. Haven't heard anything besides this from them. So don't quote me on this, but they are crazy crazy good instrumentation on this album is so good um i'm a sucker for a saxophone i love a saxophone oh yeah um piano great there's um this interlude called marvin's marvin's room marvin's room oh my gosh no um speaking of drake speaking (laughs) of drake no never speak of him um (laughs) but there's this uh track it's an interlude I'm literally looking it up right now. Hold on, sorry. Um, but it's it's literally just a piano and a um, and a saxophone. Mark's theme, not even Marvin. Theme. So yeah. fake fan, sorry. Yeah. Mark's theme, great. It's just a, it's just an instrumental track, but it just is goes to show how well they do um instrumentation. Songs like Basketball Shoes, while being 12 minutes long, never seem to get boring in the middle. Um, yeah. I feel like that happens a lot with um. Longer tracks and stuff. Um, the place where he inserted the blade, I put that on your crying album uh, or crying playlist. It's it's one of the saddest songs I've ever heard this year. Um, but there's just so much going on in here. His voice is kind of like what did you say, Bruce Springsteen with a frog in his throat?
0: Yeah, yeah, um,
1: yeah. But in a good way.
0: In a good way. Gives yeah. me
1: Bon Iver vibes a little. Mm-hmm. Um. So if that makes you feel better about it, that's a better, de- that's like a more positive description <laughs> of his voice. Um, he can't, he, he actually does sing well. It's just deeper. It's just very, um, very folksy this album is kind of. Yeah, which is surprising Which is surprising, you. I know. It just made your list. It, it made general. my list so high. Even yeah. Number four. But um, yeah, I need to great. Get you on some more folk artists. Though. You do. Yeah. Great album. Please listen because they're great. My, uh,
0: what was this, number three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my number three, I'm kind of adapting your like dream pop era stuff. Because, like, I really enjoyed Blue Red from Always.
1: I almost put this on the album, too. This is so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Always has been in my life for a while. Really? Um, I remember Party Police, I think, is the album. Or that might just be, like, the lead single. Mm-hmm. Um, but that album was crazy. And so I was very highly anticipating this new album that they had. And didn't disappoint. So yeah, no. I'll let you
0: take the floor. Yeah. Um, I think I'm like, really, I, as I said earlier, I'm really starting to like move into dream pop as a genre that I truly enjoy. I just haven't found any good genres that I've, not sorry, any good examples of dream pop until I found Always and some other examples. Um, starts off pretty strong with Pharmacist. I l- enjoy Pharmacist quite a bit. Um, After the Earthquake is great, and Easy on Your Own is a fantastic song as well. Uh, the rest of the songs I, Heavily enjoyed, and I may pick this up on vinyl if I ever find it.
1: I also have been thinking about it, especially if there is a limited edition version, because you know that I love a colored vinyl. Oh yeah, and a little blue moment. Blue
0: like maybe blue, yellow, and red splatter kind of like jacket. I would
1: cry. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um.
1: Anyways, yes. No, very but go. yeah,
0: but uh, please, if you haven't heard of this album already, which I feel like this album is getting a ton of attention by everyone, um, listen to it.
1: Yeah, it's probably one of the best representations of indie dream synth pop um on the market right now yeah so please go pick it up please do my number three is being funny in a foreign language by the 1975. Okay. um one of my most listened to albums this year um i love the 1975. i'm just gonna go ahead and say it and i that know is a hot take. i hot <laughs> take i know but no i am not on the bandwagon so stop it
0: yeah, We've been i here am for not a while. we
1: have been here i was in the trenches on in the tumblr era So don't even start (laughs) with me on, no. Just because you want to relive the Tumblr days doesn't mean that you were there. Right. Um, But I really love this album. (laughs) It's so good. It's one of the most cohesive albums they've ever made, which is surprising, and not at all the vibe of the 1975, Mm -hmm. um, because they are known for being a little all over the place. Um, A little kooky. The concept was vague, and so I don't count this as a concept album, but apparently it is, according to Maddie Healy, but... Hmm. Matty Healy, what does he know? He's not even. He, who, who what role does he play in the nineteen seventy? Yeah, like Nothing. Does he do? So um, <laughs> that was a bit. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this album. Instrumentation goes hard again. Love a saxophone. Locals, I think he's really grown vocally. Yeah. On this album, it he's discovered a part of his range that he had experimented with before, but he really came into his own in his range. I think. Um, very, very proud. Very proud yeah. of Maddie. Wow. Um, but I, also, the girl on About You, as I said before, ate him up and was such a good, and it was so good live. So yes. good live. It sounded almost like the track. Is no, crazy. literally. He yeah. um he is insane. Please go see him and if, he, if he ever comes to your city, town, state, yeah, state country. Yeah. Um, but love this album. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll talk about that a little later.
0: But... My number two is Dragon New Warm Mountain. I believe in you by Big Thief. Almost made my list as well. This is insane. Um, this is the future of folk music,
1: and I like where it's headed.
0: Yeah, this is a this is a good direction. Lately, we've been stuck in like grassroots bluegrass kind of folk, and while that's a great genre in itself, I don't think it should identify the entire genre. This. Is a combination of several things. This is rock. This is folk, and dare I say, alt rock. Uh, big shocker there. Um, change. My gosh, that's a good song. It is. Um, perfect way to start the album. Um, shirt.
1: Strong opening. It's a, the album's a little long. The album is a little long. But it's. That's f- a that's a theme I've seen with albums this year. Um, SZA had that problem. Yeah. Loki is okay. Now. Um, this album had that problem. It's just, I don't know. I think it's because we're used to like 45 minute albums and people that are doing like these hour long plus albums are like, yeah, this is an hour 20, right? It's like, it's kind of a lot. This this is double up. It's a big, it's a big, yeah. Yeah. It's like almost triple. (laughs) (laughs) I'd
0: probably say that my favorite, uh, favorite songs from it would be, uh, Sparrow, which is interesting. Because like there's yeah. a lot of like alliteration and whatnot in that. Um, big fan of like any the lyricism. I'm I sorry know.
1: because <laughs> listen, we're both English majors, and so obviously lyricism means quite a bit to us. Yeah. This album's lyrics are crazy. This is if Robert Frost had a music career. And I love Robert Frost. Yeah. I am a little romantic at heart, capital R, romantic. Capital so R. I eat up some. I eat up some. Literary devices wow. used in music is almost like music is poetry. What do you know, poetry? When it done right, it rhymes. Poetry with song. Yes.
0: Wow. Crazy. A- anyway, um, no reasons great. Simulation swarms another great one. And um, oh, where did it go? Spud infinity. Those are some of my favorites. I highly recommend you experience the entire album.
1: Yes, it is uh, an album. It's a it's a big. Burden to carry. Yeah, this is this is a movie. You know, it is a movie. So, um, um, no, it's not. Sit down, get comfortable, get a, comfortable, movie, get a snack. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the length of a movie, you'll you'll enjoy it if it, you yeah, it's like a good listen like from like start to finish. I would not, um, I wouldn't take away from the artistic expression, mm. um, that comes from listening to this entire thing in length. Kind of want to get this on vinyl.
0: Okay. I do too. I don't so know if I'll find it. I've
1: for a good price, anyways, because these people like to price count Yeah. All right, what you got? My number two is Preacher's Daughter by Ethel Cain.
0: Oh, I thought it was your number one.
1: Um, wow. So I had listened to this album when it first came out, and I said it was during um, school. It was like, r- I think it, it came out like in August. Hold on, let me not be a fake fan. But um, you know, it it's came out. daughter of Cain. I literally am a daughter of Cain. I've said this <laughs> um, always. Um, this album is insane. We did talk about it a little bit um, before Um, it came out May 12th of 2022. So actually I was just joking, but I was late to the party. I was late to the party. Um, it came out, I knew I was like around school and I decided that I wanted to have a summer in which I didn't want to be in my head, but, um, I did listen to it. Um, when it first came out and I said, this is really crazy. I'm going to have to revisit this. Then I never went back to it until I went home for uh Christmas break and I said, what better? Um, to listen to than Ethel Cain when you're at home um, <laughs> spiraling already. Um, let's just, you know, add to it. And let me tell you something, best decision I ever made. Um, sonically, this album is crazy. Um, if you want to hear the best pop song of 2022, listen to uh, American Teenager. Um, best pop song I've heard in a long, long time. Hmm. Lyrically, amazing. Obama even put his stamp of approval on this song, crazy enough. So, did did not have that on my 2022 bingo. But, um, Ethel Kane, check her out. She's great. This album, crazy, tells a story. Um, If you have religious trauma, and if you're listening to this podcast, 95% of you do. So, let's just have that (laughs) conversation. Even if you don't think so, you do. And you will find out that you do when you listen to this album. Yeah. Um, If you have family trauma, Listen to it. Yep. Great album. Great story. If you great person. South trauma. If you live in the South, this album is the epitome of what the South does to you. Yeah. And um, great learning experience.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I hope that music, music like this and music like Ants um, from Up There, make me realize why music is so important to me. Um, it's not to get like deep or whatever, but like music is supposed to be meaningful and i think that we've lost a lot of that recently and i'm glad that we have music coming out in recent years even that are being like hey we are tired of just having radio hits we want music that says something so shout out to ethel kane the next lana del rey and i said mm-hmm. it here first on this podcast okay. so check back with me in a few years whenever i'm right yeah. now i
0: will warn that album is a tough listen not necessarily because it's bad but
1: just because it's very deep and very it disturbing material disturbing material so trigger warning basically everything that could be a trigger but also yeah. um it's a long listen it's an hour and 15. so getting up there with yeah. your um big thief album but it's worth it, worth yeah. every minute. Don't skip anything. There are two instrumental tracks. Do not skip them. Do not skip an no. instrumental track. Absolutely. They're good. Yeah. Um, she improvises one of the songs, Televangelism, entirely on piano. She doesn't remember how to make it again, so you'll <laughs> never hear that live unless it's recorded. So, But crazy distortion, crazy synths, crazy guitars, crazy everything. So please yeah. listen. Her vocals are so good. Yeah. So one of the best albums I've heard ever. Forever,
0: yeah, and, and find a guide when you're listening to it. Don't go into this blog, yes, find, um, find something. I like will say that interpret. the first time I listened
1: to it, I did not have o- open genius. She has written um, art like artist um, explanations, artist, and notes, artist notes, I mean. notes on every everything um, that is literally her and not just a fan coming up with a theory um, because this is a story. She originally made this to be a movie. Um, back whenever she was trying to get into film school, uh, she had this entire script written out and she made this album as a way to get that artistic expression out there whenever she wasn't able to get into film school. She made this as the score and then she said, well, why don't I just tell the story anyways? So this is one of three albums that are coming out um, at some point. Um, she took four years to make this album, so I hope I don't have to wait four years for the next one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, um, don't listen to this album, um, flippantly. I would say, um, it takes a lot. You're going to need a, th- uh, a thesaurus. Yes. You're going to need, uh, you're going to have to have several tabs open on your laptop.
0: This is a research
1: paper. It is literally, this is, this is a doctorate thesis and yes. I will always, I will die mm-hmm. on that hill. But anyways. I've yeah, yeah. rambled enough about that. All
0: right, it's number one time.
1: Oof. Big leagues.
0: Number one, um, if you know anything about me, this is no surprise to anyone. It is being funny in a foreign language by the nineteen seventy five. 75. I'm, it's almost
1: like we've talked about this a lot. Also. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> you should listen to the album.
0: Um, Please. This this might be my favorite album. from them. I really have to think on that. That's but crazy. I think this is. It's up there for me. Yeah, I think this is one of the best examples of what they can do
1: in their craft. I think that craft. this is. The epitome of the 1975.
0: Yeah, like this is
1: if you their peak. It is. Um, I think it's the most them they've ever done an album. They've yeah. been very experimental, but I think this is at their core. If you listen to their early stuff, it is very reminiscent of that. Mm-hmm. So
0: every single song on this album is a very happy and uplifting thing, which is
1: odd for the 1975. Unless you look at the lyrics. This? Yeah. Then check back because right. Looking Uh-oh. for somebody to love. It yeah. is It's different when you look at them lyrics. I know. I know. I know. But. The Just don't look at the lyrics right. and you'll be like able to dance to it, right? Right. Who cares about lyrics? Um Happiness, uh well okay. We'll start with the 1975, 1975. Um that's my favorite track on the album. Really? My favorite track on the album is the nineteen seventy five.
0: I think my, that's my
1: favorite in the nineteen seventy five. Oh, thought. it's my favorite the nineteen seventy five, but it is my favorite yeah. tra- I boohoo cry every time I listen to it. Yeah, they did it live too. It was cool. They did it live and I they cry. Yeah. Um,
0: happiness is great. Looking for somebody love is good, but as you said, it can have.
1: It's dark. Energy. Hashtag trigger warning.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, part of the band is, is sweet. It's very like. Um, oh, what's that song? They grew song on again? me. Um, the song that you contribute to, like, creature and I. Um, guys. Oh, yeah, guys. Guys. Very yeah. guys energy. Very guys, yeah. Um, oh, Caroline's sweet. Uh, I'm in love with you is an absolute bomb.
1: A banger. Like yeah. I dr- also, if you want to listen to this album correctly, Drive around. This yes. is a car this album. Is a drive this is, album. This is this yeah. is music for cars. Yes. If you're a 1975 fan, <laughs> you'll you'll know what that reference is. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: that was just, terrible.
1: That was corny. please cut that. <laughs>
0: um, all I need to hear is "Go to Wintering." Is a sweet little Christmas tune. Kind
1: wintering. Of um, so when I went home for Thanksgiving, um, one of the lyrics is "I'll drive up on the 23rd." I left here on the 23rd oh. to go home. Um, so I listened to that quite a bit that day because wow. it just. My life is literally a movie <laughs> <This is> just <laughs> Cut that um, And
0: then uh, human 2 was great and then starts and ends with the last two strongest examples of an ending of time I've seen this year uh, about you and when we are together
1: When we are together tears me up
0: yeah and about you is a, is a good way to like get you get you ready Get you ready for your about to experience yeah. um, and if you, have not, if you have not heard this album, what are you doing? You no, need to go listen to this right now. Stop listening to this podcast. Well, here, here's number
1: one. No literally, we're almost done. Yeah. Just give us five seconds. Yeah, and and then listen to this album. Listen to this album immediately as yeah. soon as you can. Right, um, it's so good. Can't recommend it enough.
0: Exactly. All right, go ahead and do your number one before they run and we away. we all
1: know that Motomami is my number one because I haven't <laughs> said it yet, and everybody's been having it up. Motomami is literally everything I want from a Latin album. Like it incorporates a ton of hyper-pop, which everybody knows I love hyper-pop, incorporates reggaeton very well, it incorporates jazz, it incorporates flamenco, it incorporates so many things, Rosalia's voice is literally insane, Um, if you, honestly, one of the best vocalists of right now, Yeah. so um, if you want to hear somebody that can literally sing, I don't care if you don't speak Spanish, go listen to this album, because guess what? You don't have to know what she's saying. And if you want to, look up the Letras on Genius, because they translate it for you. So yeah, boom, yeah. don't trust all those translations, though. They're not really that great. But um, you have very experimental tracks, um, and then you have very s- traditional, I would say, tracks, um, in terms of vocalization, in terms of s- um, production value. Pharrell produced this album, um, right. actually, um, okay. which is odd, but also kind of one of the best decisions I think she's ever made. Pharrell produces no
0: Jack Antonoff.
1: He's no Jack- <laughs> A- Well, but he produces some of my favorite albums. Um, Sweetener by Ariana Grande says, hello. Right, yeah. But yeah. Um, this album is crazy, super experimental, super the future of uh, reggaeton, I think. Okay, um, yeah. I will say, because we're on the subject of reggaeton, Bad Bunny's um, Un Verano Sin Ti was really good did not make it because Motomami blew him out of the water in my opinion um do I find it weird that she is making reggaeton music as a Spaniard and not um, a part of the Latino America community community a little but I also think that people can make music that they really enjoy um one of her friends is Arca if you know uh that hyperpop artist she's um uh she does all of her songs in Spanish, basically, um, and she is really um, influential in the hyperpop sphere and really influential in this album. So please listen to Arca as well. Um, but this album is crazy. Um, I love, love, love hentai. Great vocals. I play piano, um, and I want to learn this on piano just so I can play it because it's so beautifully done. And then at the end, um, she brings in... The reggaeton drums with a whole bunch of distortion, and it literally sounds like a machine gun. It's crazy. Saoco, Biscochito, and you've heard Biscochito on TikTok, I can assure you. um, Was a meme. Doesn't mean anything. Fun (laughs) song. Sounds like a Nokia sound um, uh, ringtone. Oh, yeah. Um, But so good. Please listen to that album, even if you aren't Spanish-speaking, because you will enjoy it, and I don't care.
0: Take it from me, you will enjoy it. As in someone who is not Spanish speaking. Yeah,
1: that was our twenty twenty two. Wow, look at that! That was a long podcast. Yeah, two hours, I think. Two so hours probably, um, yeah. which is actually um, about as long as the unreleased, unedited version of my Charlie XEX uh, Deep Discog Dive that I made by myself in a room one time um, for the the predecessor of this podcast. Yeah. So that 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 might be on a unrele- that might be unreleased. Um, and leaked one day. Yeah, that's that's before my time. It was. Yeah,
0: wow. Look but you have any shout outs you want to give to anyone? Uh
1: shout out to all the artists that I mentioned. Please yeah. go listen to them. Um give the big girl some shots. They n- uh. but they need um they need um a lot of recognition because yes, they did yeah. good music. And get into indie spheres, get into music that is different. Um, because you'll find yourself enjoying music a lot more, because let me tell you something, I don't even know what's being played on the radio, don't listen, no. but <laughs> let me tell you something, can't be good, because I don't listen to it, so. No, yeah, there's no way. Um, and we are not the AC again. Oh gosh, <laughs> sorry. I don't think these mics will pick it up. No, um, but we're just complaining. We are, we're complaining, the AC is loud. Um, mm-hmm. but we are the purveyors of music, um, our opinion matters and yours doesn't. Oh, I'm just kidding. That was a bit. That was a bit. That was a bit. That was <laughs> yeah, a bit. Yeah, whoa, whoa. We care so much. Um, if you are watching, what am I talking? Listening. about? Listening. Listening. If you're listening, um, we do have an Instagram page. Um, we do. Please go follow us, and if you want to, uh, you can DM us suggestions for albums that you would like for us to review, artists you would like us to review, and. Just let us know what your albums uh, of 2022 were because I always love listening to new music. Yeah, hey, best or worst? Best or worst because I am interested.
0: And if you think of one of our opinions are terrible, tear us apart. We'll take it.
1: We will. Yeah. Um, we want to let, uh, we want to let you speak. Um, and yeah, um, at the end of every episode in the future, we will be giving our media of the week yes. well, slash month slash however long it had been since the last time we did a podcast because I'm not putting a timestamp on ours. <laughs> but um, we didn't do that this time because it. That was literally the entire podcast, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you're so welcome. yeah, but um, stay tuned next time for when we talk about something very interesting.
0: Yeah. Until then, see you guys later. It's been B sides.